again to another edition here of the Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. And as always, the cool kids are listening in online on their smart devices on rochesterfreeradio.com. Uh, I got to give a shout out first and foremost to the people who make this thing possible, and that is uh, Air Rec Radio. AirRecRadio.com. You can check them out there. They are two dudes making some cool, cool radio happening. Uh, I personally follow them on their Facebook page because I like hearing what they're doing and also seeing what they're doing. And it's one of the cool things they do is they actually broadcast their shows, uh, you, so morning shows and everything else. You actually can watch them performing their live shows. So it's really nice. They're uh, super sexy guys. Uh, I say that because uh, I know them and I want to harass them. So, uh, yeah, Corey and Stacy, let you know, give a shout out to them. Uh, also, I want to say a thank you to all the Patreon supporters we have here for Rochester uh, Free Radio. Rochester Free Radio is a public-supported radio station, meaning you guys help keep the lights on, keep the, the stuff happening, keeping the shows moving. And i got to give a thank you to all those who have been letting me know they're Patreon supporters. So go to RochesterFreeRadio.com, click the big orange button, go to Patreon, a couple bucks a month uh, if you want to give – you know, a monthly subscription or monthly uh, the help stipends, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and if not, if you want to get one big lump sum, if you suddenly win the lotto, get a scratch off ticket and you want to give us a small portion of it, you can do that as well. One lump sum, we'll do it as well. Uh, you're listening right now to the Mind of Magnus here on the show. Uh, my uh, voice coming to you right now is from the head of Mind of Magnus, Magnus himself. Uh, the guest uh, tonight is going to be my favorite guy to hang around with and make cool stuff with, uh, Nick Brandwith, uh, and the guy in the glass box to keep for safety reasons, Mr. Matt Obscure himself. Matt, how you doing in there? Good evening. Thank you for not banging on the glass. I, I try not to. It gets you angry. It's like a gorilla in there. I don't want to have you start throwing stuff around again. Exactly. So. It didn't work out the last time. Oh, no. That's scary. He almost punched the gla- hole right through the side there. We had to get a tranquilizer dart out there. It was pretty scary for a while. We had, we're nervous. You know. Those trank darts really hurt for about two seconds, yeah. and everything's real nice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it'd be like the scene from Rampage. I mean, we are a giant white gorilla, right? That, that's Slamming true, around yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I got uh, give a thank you to people who've been writing in. Uh, I want to say, first off, I, I had to get the name out there first to let people know that Shawnee Hill, which was going to be the guest tonight, couldn't make it. We wish her the best. She is not feeling well today. She actually lost her voice. And she uh, thinks she has really bad luck, she says. And I always chuckle. I'm like, no, you don't have bad luck. And sure enough, she gets coming on the radio. She's like super excited about it. And she loses her voice. So I think she must have ran over a gypsy a couple years ago, maybe, <laughs> something happening that way. Uh, but those listening in tonight, Shawnee will be on, uh, I think, end of April. We have her on, uh, some, like 23rd-ish, give or take, I, I think. I believe that's what it is, and so. I'll make sure I line up a, a speaking spell just to make sure we have her in <laughs> yeah, we, next time. You know, uh, we had the, the unfortunate passing of Stephen Hawking. I wonder if his chair is available. We can just have her oh, sit there yeah. and just point it out and spell it out that way. Be pretty good. Um, yes, a sad note. I wanted to give a shout out uh, to no one actually, since he didn't believe in an afterlife, I guess. But Stephen Hawking passed away uh, on Pi Day, three point one four day. Uh, a smart man gone on a cool, cool numbered day. Uh, sad to do it. If you guys get a chance, uh, um, there is a bunch of uh, groups donating money. Uh, if you want to have a couple bucks, you want to donate in the name of Stephen Hawking to the Planetary Society. A bunch of other groups. I saw a bunch of them online. Uh, in the name of Stephen Hawking, but I'm gonna bring Nick right in. You know what? Let's, let's Nick Brand with everyone. Yay! Actually, I want to interject real quick about Stephen Hawking. I saw an article this morning. Heather sent it to me. Uh-huh. Um, essentially, I guess he published his last paper like two weeks before yeah, two weeks he dies, yeah, and yeah, he, he put all the math out there to prove the existence of multiple parallel universes and yeah, things it, like that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, 
Maybe he's listening from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, he, he, <laughs> I was right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually, yeah, he talks about it in the paper is about you need to go further, far enough into space to be able to study uh, uh, if you can um, to get the data from the from the big bang point from the the gra- but you have to be far, far enough out away from the interference of uh, the gravitational effects of our Earth and everything else. It's actually really cool. But yeah, it was two weeks ago uh, before his passing. Two weeks, so three weeks ago. He, he still was publishing scientific papers and the numbers are still going strong. I mean, there it's all like a lot, a lot of theories. And um, uh, at some point, someone messaged me recently and uh, uh, to answer, I think it was uh, Tanya wrote me. I'm forgetting the name. Started the T. Tammy, Tanya. I'm sorry if I forget the name right now. Uh, she was suggesting having Adam Frank on a local astrophysicist here in Rochester. And I think we're going to reach out to him, but I'd love to have him. You know, talk base, touch base on, on make it easy for us. To, yeah, you know, yeah. Translate regular minds to understand. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Expand my mind, don't melt it. So, and Adam Frank is an amazing, amazing guy here in Rochester. So I'll I'll circle him around uh, to get him on here. But uh, Nick Brandreth, thank you for being on, uh, you guys. If you don't know Nick Brandreth, Nick has been on what two or this is the third time? Maybe this is maybe the fourth. This is oh my god, really? Something I don't know. It's yeah, a couple three, times. three or four times. I should know this. This Somewhere is my show. In there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> since Shawnee couldn't make it in, I just wanted to have a great show tonight have fun with someone i'm looking forward to spring i enjoy working with projects with nick and he's a guy we can just ramble on for a while on every sort of topic so tonight's going to be one of those topics i have uh, i enlisted a lot of my friends and have i've collected some random questions for nick as well if at any point in time you want to add a question for nick you can message me on twitter magnus apollo on twitter or mind of magnus at gmail.com comes right into the show and get a question for us uh, if you want to harass the guy in the box, by the way, Matt Obscure on Twitter is uh, Matt's handle on there. We're ready to believe you. The stranger, the better for some of these questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, get you, weird with it. <laughs> <laughs> totally get weird. But uh, yeah, so uh, you're. I think you you're holding the record for the most people, most times on the show here. Nice. Is, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to blow everybody out of the water now. <laughs> I'm gonna text you every other day, like let me on the show, man. <laughs> uh, now, uh, quick, what is your elevator speech describing Nick? I mean, if. Uh, you are a talented photographer, but you work at the George Eastman House. Your title is what, the, what exactly? I'm the, <clears throat> I'm the historic process specialist at mm-hmm. the George Eastman Museum. And uh, so we help. Um, what do I? I, don't, I do help people. I help people with their photography needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but we teach uh, public and private workshops in historical and alternative photographic process. So basically, it's not like your high school. Um, photo class where mm-hmm. you learn how to develop a roll of film and make a print. I can teach you how to make the film and how oh to make gosh. your paper and then how to make the print. That's amazing. You have all, and this is based on uh, like historical ways of doing it, but with with modern science and studies helping it even better, right? Now. Sure, because most of the stuff. I mean, a lot of the stuff we're teaching has been figured out. You know, mm-hmm. they they knew how to make amber types and tin types and dry plates and um, I'm just basically keeping that history alive in Which a sense amazing, yeah. so it's like important because you know in a, we have it now there's generation of kids who never experienced film their their parents didn't take pictures of them with film you know mm-hmm. um, they don't have the shoebox full of prints to sort of you know shuffle through so <laughs> it's important to keep that stuff alive because you know it's like um, you know how People made, you know, textiles in, you know, medieval Europe. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, you want to understand how that technology evolved and what, you know, where it came from. It's important to keep that. It's, you know, it's history. But it, the cool part about it is, is that, you know, you can still use this history, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just because... Um, 
you know, uh, certain companies don't make certain photographic products anymore doesn't mean you still can't make images with light and chemicals, you know. So you have a, a whole host, 175 years of, you know, technology to pick and choose from. You know, it just doesn't have to be iPhone pictures. And, uh, and, and so people, uh, you should also check out that you use this, like, I mean, we'll, we'll say old technology, this classic stuff to, I mean, the work you do now is, I mean, you're known, like, I, I, people now know you, you make awesome photos with monsters, like sculpture work, <laughs> you've been doing it, and you're still climbing under with, like, you, the cameras, if you guys can imagine this. He's literally one of those ones, like, the tarp goes over, you're wearing a, what do you, what do you call it? It's called a dark cloth. Dark, yeah, dark cloth over a box on post, and he's literally, you know, pushing a button, click, you know, and it is old school photography, yet you're having uh, monsters and corns, these, these horned furry beasts with <laughs> women and skulls and and it is a, a, a like the perfect mash of the crazy style because when i get these like these prints they are literally like d you know developed by you and bats it's not like i hit a print on it you know it came out of a printer these are the technology is, is still you know a a old like what, what's the camera called so it is it's a four by five camera and interestingly enough and it's four by five because the the size of the negative image that you make is four inches by five inches mm -hmm. and um the camera itself is actually fairly modern mm -hmm. so it's like it was made you know within recent time yeah, and it, it's it yeah. came from china but mine was a knockoff of a british camera called the wista um but it's very you know you think sometimes you think things come from china they're going to be cheap it's very well made mm -hmm. um and the, the lenses i use i have historic lenses so i have lenses that are from like the 1850s that i still use but um i tend to choose to use um more modern lenses because I prefer the control that you have over the lens, mm -hmm. um, you know, so you can have uh, faster shutter speeds and things like that. These old lenses from the 1850s don't have shutters in them. <laughs> so, you know, you can only put your hand in front of the lens so quickly. But yeah, it's fun to take that, you know, we call it old technology, but it's just a different type of technology at all. Mm -hmm. It's still photography. You know, I, I, I will say what I'm doing, you know, it's a chemical reaction. And when you take a picture with your iPhone, it's a computational reaction. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's still photography. We're still capturing light. It's just I choose to do it a little bit differently. And I like the bigger, what you'd call large format cameras. I like them because, you know, just the physics of it is different than your iPhone or your DSLR or, you know, most of the cameras that most people people are using. So a lot of times, you know, the pictures that you describe them, they'll have like a real dreamy sort of quality to them because I'm using um, a lot of like focus movement and focus throw to sort of really control what's in and out of focus there. And what's fun about it is, you know, you look at the pictures and they, you know, they seem kind of like you happened upon this little scene, right? So it's like a snapshot, but in reality, it's like everything about it is super controlled and super formal from the beginning to the end because I make the negative from scratch and then most of the time I'll make my own photo paper, but I, I like printing, actually making a negative and then making a positive on the same piece of glass because then it's fun, you know, you have this, <laughs> uh, it's a tangible object then. You know, we don't want to bore people too much with all that I don't know if, technical if it, talk. Yeah. <laughs> but if people want to see your work, they can, uh, Instagram is the best way to find, see your For for most right. of the new stuff, yeah, I have. Uh, we have the show coming up in October um, mm -hmm. at the Makers Gallery, um, where I'm going to be showing a lot of the this spooky stuff we're talking about right now. And um, 
I'm going to try to, once we have all this stuff ready for the show, I'm going to do a big update on my website and try to change some things around. But for them, if you want to see the most sort of current stuff, uh, Nick Brandreth at, you know, at Nick Brandreth on Instagram is where you can see a lot of that. Right. Uh, B-R-A-N-D-R-E-T-H. I'm yeah. learning. I'm yeah, learning. It's all good. It's a, that's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And you did, uh, like you mentioned, you had a show. Or we actually, we, you and I both had we, a show. We, at, had, we had a show. We had a show at Makers. Uh, and uh, it was... Uh, it was featured in uh, the city paper and stuff. People love those, like the, their monster shots, and there's they were these the boxes you had found, like little voltmeters or wherever they yeah. were. It just they were they were presented super well. So if you get a chance, check out his Instagram feed. I was actually that. thinking about that last night. What I want to do is um, take uh, use the 3D printer. So mm-hmm. instead of going out and trying to like scavenge, you know, a bunch more voltmeters and spending like forty bucks a pop, I like to just. I, I realize I'm like, duh. <laughs> just met, take some measurements, and I just need to make a. 3D model, model it, yeah. and I'm just going to 3D print them. And I, you know, from all the other experiments, remember we made those little spacemen. Mm-hmm. So someone made a 3D model of the um, character from space, one of the astronauts from Space Odyssey, as he drifts away from the pod after, you mm-hmm. know, when Hal boots him out. Yeah, 2001 Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And um, so when I was messing around with that, we made a bunch of those models that we painted up, and I figured out some neat ways to really finish them by covering it with like model glue. And then Temia makes this like filler mm-hmm. primer paint that's just really. Really great so i can 3d print these things and then finish them so they look smooth and you know i don't even think people would really notice that it was 3d printed to yeah, be yeah. Honest. i think it's it so sucked into the picture yeah if they're noticing that your pictures your pictures definitely you know i'm focusing on those so um but uh, that yeah. show was so much fun, though. I had such a blast, like working with everybody. You know, yeah, we had uh, myself, you, uh, Matt uh, Roberts, John Perry, and Bile. No, yep. I mean that is quite a crowd of guys who just like making art. So the, cre- the Creeper Crew, <laughs> it really is. We're honored to say that we're watching the Creeper Crew for that one. Oh my gosh! Um, so uh, how's the how you doing in there, by the way, Matt? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, someone asked me, I want to get it out now. Uh, he, like, you guys have a theme song now? Question mark. What was the theme song? And I know it's by Yacht is the name of it. Um, but what is the... Uh, it is. It's called Paradise Engineering by the band Yacht. Nice. Uh, and it's on the Shangri-La record. If you go, there's an instrumental version, which is the version we play. The version on the record actually has words. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty cool record either way. So nice. check it out. Yeah, so I want to give a shout out to uh, Yacht for having a good theme song gets us all happy. Uh, but yeah, people actually like, pleasantly surprised. We have like, I tuned in. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, people all have been messaging me asking if I'm going to have a trivia question. And yes, I will have a trivia question. I If I don't, I'll get lynched, I think. That's really, there'd be a, a group of people outside with pitchforks. Well, if you want a trivia question, you need to come up with some questions for me. So <laughs> make with the questions. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get the trivia question first, get everyone that out of the way. And then we have a bunch of random questions. Uh, I decided once I knew Nick was going to be on the show, I sent a bunch of uh, emails out to people that either know and don't know Nick too to ask some really weird questions. So we'll have a, <laughs> this is going to be a, one of those funny weird shows. I'm hoping so. Uh, but trivia question tonight. Uh, let's get this one out of the way. Uh, back in Knox. There we go. Uh, this is actually a super simple question for you and Matt. And this guy, by the way, in the glass box has gotten. Almost every question right. I gotta get back in the game. I got beat last week. Yeah, yeah, almost everything. Because last time he didn't, he, he he was close. He changed his answer because the guest changed his answer, but he would have been right. I was like, oh gosh, I've got gotten it, it each time I've been on the show. Yeah, too. yeah him too. Oh man, <laughs> this this actually I tried to go for a simple one, simple one. I think. I mean, but the uh, the question is very simple. Uh, how did Monroe County get its name? Do you guys know the answer first off? Hmm. 
So multiple choice questions. Uh, and and uh, let's see here. Monroe County, did it get its name from A? It's named after the first deacon of Rochesterville, Josiah Monroe. Was it B? It's a combination of two names, actually. Montana and Roe It's the two largest landowners of, at the time. Or was it C? No one knows. It just was named and they don't know what happened to it. Or was it D, uh, James Monroe, the fifth president? We decided to impress him and name a county after him. So one of those answers is where Monroe County got its name from. So uh, you have all show. As everyone, I'll mention to you, you know the rules, but first person tuning in, uh, first person to get it right. Uh, if, if Nick gets it right, you get to join me for Meatballs and Beer at Skylark. Uh, or Cash Valley, if never want to see my face again. Uh, if you guys message in, mind of Magnus uh, at gmail.com or Magnus Paul on Twitter, the first answer gets it right, can join us and meet Nick and maybe get sucked into doing a monster photograph with us uh, or meet us out one night, another night for my, uh, at Meatballs and Beer at Skylark. But uh, first answer gets it. So, Monroe County, uh, a deacon named after the guy's landowners, we have no idea, or James Monroe, the president. So you can uh, have all show to answer. What do you want to do? My gut, I think I'm going to, I think it's the two landowners. Two landowners, Montana and Roe with the two landowners in the, this answer possible. Uh, guy in the box, what do you think? I'm going James Monroe. James Monroe. So we'll cover our bases here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one's guessing. No one knows. I'm curious if that one happens. Uh, well, I know I know. there's some towns in western New York because mm-hmm. I guess Batavia used to be the big hub out here mm-hmm. and like several towns in the southern tier are named um i can't remember them off the top of my head but it's it's just because that was the person who owned the land yeah, yeah. and it got busted up and like some of the you know dutch names out here you know have to do with the guys who were just, just people oh, just buying oh, but, yeah. buying land and settling out here. yeah yeah exactly what it was i mean I rochester is named after nathaniel rochester yeah. so it's kind of idea like uh, i own much of it i'm gonna name it this so yeah. my favorite one is retsoff retsoff yeah like the, the salt mine area yeah, yeah. Is it is it an anagram of people's names or something? It's What's Foster it? backwards. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just like was like, "Yep, that's the name of my town now." Yeah, yeah. Me backwards. Yeah. Foster on the the sand uh, the salt mine. Top really? notch. So that it's rot, it's rats off. Yeah. yeah. I had I see I learned something today. Look at that. I love love when I learn something. Getting those meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get them. Got to get them. Um, uh, oh, a side note, those who messaged in, if uh, this we also have a Friday rebroadcast. So you, get, you have Friday drive time now. Yes. So 7 a.m., uh, we have the Mind of Magnus. So that's what Factoid's been working pretty good for us because people have been driving and listening to cool stuff. Uh, but those listening in for the Friday drive time, uh, message me in. I've had people message me on Friday mornings. I get a bunch of people message me, answering questions and talking away. So I'll respond back like I'm... But, you know, like, I'm obviously not live then for them, unfortunately. But those who are writing in, thank you for keeping up. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the Friday drive time with us. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and again, sorry, there's people who are, like, answering, asking questions. And I'll pass them along to Andrew. Uh, Andrew Conley was last week's guest. Uh, but I'll send them along. So, uh, but there we go. So, uh, we have some r- random, weird, funny questions we were sent uh, to ask Nick. Uh, and... Um, one of them was really weird that I had to ask, uh, <laughs> what sport would Nick think would be the funniest to add mandatory amount of alcohol to? Like regular sport? It, it, it doesn't say. It says sport. You could say regular sport. And it's it a more. mandatory amount of alcohol. <laughs> so you have to drink you like have six to, beers yeah. before you're allowed to it's start It's a mandatory game. six beer before oh, you go wow. in. So that's the question that came in that I, I literally started that one because I'm picturing like, I, I not only do I understand what, what possible alcohol he may want, but Nick may choose a, a sport I would never think about. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. 
there's some like I mean like right off the box like baseball's out because baseball's boring. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with six beers, not because then it would just be like like oh I guess I'll throw the ball, <laughs> swing and miss, throwing up. Baseball with six beers is just softball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, what else? Like what would be a good one? Like. I guess I don't know. Hockey would be pretty entertaining. You know, I thought that was. <laughs> <It's> gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you know, that's like you have to uh, think of Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm whatever, up. whatever uh, Canadian whiskey. <laughs> Go to Lakeshore about eight in the morning on a Saturday. You'll see that. Mandatory amount. Yeah, mandatory amount. So I'm gonna throw this one out there. Biathlon. Biathlon. Oh, yes. you know that'd be good. Yeah, sick, like you know, a handful of beers, biathlon, <laughs> but not javelin. People would die. I yeah, think. No, but, like biathlon, you have to do it with like you know when they ski down the hill and they hold the beer. It's like you have to hold the beer the whole time and like, put it down and shoot. <laughs> Somebody comes amazing. and refills it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would watch that. I would from a safe distance. I would watch that. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, you get some St. Bernards in there to fill up the. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be genius. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, see, another question came in. Uh, what is, uh, says Nick is a photographer, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Having sex. <laughs> <laughs> or taking, you know, something like that. I, yeah. would, I would think so. We probably, we all think we look cool. But we're just like, like, oh my God, look at these things like <laughs> touching each other. <laughs> yeah. Two naked monkeys kind of bumping around. Yeah, yeah. The water monkeys. So, you know, we're the aqua monkeys because <laughs> yeah. we're the ones that went in water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, actually, did you? Um, uh, someone I just told this fact to someone yesterday uh, about the fingerprints. Do you know uh, yeah. hum- humans the wrinkle pattern on your fingerprint? Like so, fingerprints wrinkle. You know, the rest of your body doesn't wrinkle. But we actually have uh, your the fingerprint wrinkle is actually uh, uh, mathematically the best way to increase grip underwater. Like we can actually pry apart clamshells with, but without it, the the wrinkle with that actually helps underwater primate hands go through sand and stuff it's actually an evolutionary aqua chimp aqua chimp it really and uh, like chimps certain chimps like i think chimps will have a slight but not as much as we do but no other primates have wrinkly fingertips so it shows we're aquatic apes and we're loud aquatic apes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i really just thought we evolved that so we knew like our moms knew when to get us out of the tub and stuff <laughs> pull them out yeah. yeah one giant wrinkly thing oh my gosh I'm pruning. It's like, no, you can hold things better now. <laughs> uh, oh, we have uh, 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 Frederick uh, writes in. Frederick Strauss, actually. Uh, Katie, actually, his daughter was one of our guests, and I hope to have this man on. He just messaged in saying that he believes that Monroe County is named after James Monroe, the fifth president of the United States. He believes Matt is right. Ooh. Frederick, it's you and me, man. <laughs> uh, so so we have first first guess in for that one. We'll see how that one goes. Uh, again, if you guys have answers for any of these questions or questions yourselves for my, Nick, myself, Matt in the box, uh, let us know. Uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Um, but anything you want to do, let us know. Those, I think like rugby would probably get better if you had a couple. <laughs> if you had to have a couple beers, oh my gosh, then you're just yeah. like, like liquid courage. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you're not afraid of anything. Not yeah. that they're afraid to begin with. Those yeah. dudes are brutal. But oh, I my friends might are rugby players, and they were always had black eyes, bruising, and they were tough guys. I There's, saw this thing on. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was Instagram the other day, where there's two teams and they they're standing on a pole and they have an, another guy. I think it was a Japanese thing. And there's another guy on top of the pole. And like, let's just say there's a red team and a black team, and all of a sudden they blow a whistle and half of one team runs over to the other. And like everybody's just standing around holding this pole up. And I guess the objective is to keep your guy on top on of the, the pole. pole. Right. And then the other team wants to get on top of your pole. And like these, like it's just like the whistle blows and they just full throttle run at each other, <laughs> kicks, punches. And there's like 
one level of people holding the pole up, a second level on top of other people's shoulders, and then the, the, the top guy on the pole. And the guys that are on people's shoulders are, like, kicking them in. And they have to wear, like, football helmets. You know? And I was like, that game would probably be awesome to watch with a couple booze. <laughs> oh, my God, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great to watch, you know, regardless. <laughs> uh, oh, guess what? Uh, I love Twitter and people messaging me directly. Uh, Botoashi. That is called B O T A O S H. Is that what it is? It was Bo- yeah. great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, came in. Uh, Kelly wrote that one in. Uh, so Kelly, you, amazing Kelly. that you were that quick on the draw with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Way to go. We have some people who are really quick on this draw. I, I have something people will answer. Even with a delay, they'll, they'll happen on here and be like, how? They must have been searching right away. So maybe Japanese poll game. I don't know. That was like, great, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, So I'm actually doing a search right now. I'm clicking. She sent me a link for it. Uh, yeah. B O T A O S H I. So Bo Teoshi, I guess. Uh, it is poll toppling, it's called. It's a capture the flag like game played on sports days at schools in Japan. So, my God. Yeah. A brutal poll toppling game. There's a bunch of searches for it. Oh, my gosh. So I could get into that. You would be good at that game. You're like squirrely enough to climb those poles. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you need to have is someone like Matt Roberts who would just lob you like Colossus and Wolverine just up at the guy in the pole. Speedball Express, what do you call yeah, that? Fastball yeah, Special. Fastball Special. I never get that name right. I don't know. Fastball Special. Speedball Express is what took out Belushi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too soon? No, that was good. <laughs> yeah, we have that statute of limitations for, was it 18, 20 something years? I don't know how long that's been now. So, um, yay. Let's see. Oh, I have some other questions going. Uh, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Probably cats. You know, they're pretty, that. they're, you know, they're just jerks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I can see that. Uh, the answer was, I think it was like, the answer really is humans. But I'm like, I, I, not, not speaking, I guess, the human aspect of it. How about you, Matt? You think what's the rudest animal it can probably be? Oh, man. Um... I'm going to go with orangutan. They seem peaceful to me. I think they'd be like, hi, how you doing? Yeah, I think a chimp would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. A like, chimp would, I think chimp would be rude. He would just threaten the hell out of you. Well, that's, yeah. He'd just be like, I'm going to cut you. I'm or the smaller you. monkeys that, like, like monkeys, not, like, apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That just kind of run up and, you know, steal your oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Those guys seem like they're <laughs> bastards. Uh, I can see them being kind of that way. I feel like raccoons might go either way. Depending on the you day know, in the raccoon. Little trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they come up and just like, hey, hey, hey. Like, I can imagine them be more like British soccer hooligans, I think. <laughs> in, in my mind, that's what raccoons probably sound like, I'm thinking. Uh, well, that's a great question. That one came in from Tom, came in from that one. Thanks again, Tom. He's uh, he writes in here a lot. So, um, yeah, rudest animal, I'm trying to think. It'd be funny if pandas actually were the rudest things in the world. You know, like, <laughs> the reason, like, nature doesn't want them to breed because they're horrible a-holes. All yeah. they are. <laughs> <laughs> koalas. Yeah, exactly. Actually, uh, koalas are relatively mean. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, met a person at the zoo that actually worked with them, and, like, uh, eucalyptus is kind of a, a natural sedative. Mm. And it says they, they were giving, the, when uh, one was sick, they were giving it, inje- like, everything you know, non-eucalyptus like just feeds and stuff and it became the most like, vile angry animal ever and because the eucalyptus wore off and it was just like this angry multi-clawed thing with a cute nose coming at you so those are the ones they break off and train as drop bears <laughs> kick them out oh my gosh um so uh, this one actually came in for matt uh in 40 years what will people be nostalgic for 
Oh man, something that happened ten years before. Because <laughs> exactly. I feel like the window is closing really quick. Yeah. So in forty years, we gotta figure out what be nostalgic. I, I, I'm guessing not Kanye West. iPods. No, iPods yeah. is a good one. Yeah, like the Walkman of, of yeah. now. Yeah. Like the the, the spinny wheel one. First though. gen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spinning around that way. I'm gonna go Taco Bell. It's not gonna be like the the fancy place like in uh, Demolition yeah, Man. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Demolition, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about you, Nick? You iPad, iPods, iPods. I bet, uh-huh. like, is, you know, I don't know. I feel like everything is now is just on your phone, and then whatever we have, like you know, flexible screens or whatever we're using, mm-hmm. hologram technology. Hopefully, you know, maybe we're just clean coal. You know, we're just going backwards. We're gonna start using rotary phones instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, again. I thought we would be so much further than this. Now, I'm hoping like old, like old school consoles like the N64 we have the cartridge you have to plug in to play something. I'm, probably I'm nostalgic yeah. for that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're true. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And I think like the clean coal and rotary phones. I think that's just more like you know we're just devolving back to that <laughs> at a certain point. So if we just stay on the, the, the timeline we are now, that's just where we'll <laughs> be. Just the story arc. Actually, right we there. were talking yeah. about we don't have a house phone, so we were talking about getting a house phone. And I was kind of thinking like I want the one that like in the movies like you could use up and use as a weapon. You know, like, <laughs> bang, like hit somebody with it. <laughs> big huge black Bakelite phones that you had to rent exactly. from the phone company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, down in. Uh, the uh, my my tax accountant, uh, I call him Monk uh, Christopher Group down in, and he actually has old school like the like the you know hello hi ringing it up that one and it still works like you just have a you have to get an adapter for it but it's still a functioning phone and I'm looking at it I'm like can I I want to have him answer like ta- tax questions being like kind of like you know this is those ones with the single go to the ear like Andy Griffith you know you know kind of idea it's me so. the tax man Klondike <laughs> Five yeah yeah exactly. So old school phone. Yeah, my parents still have a phone at their house and it was like it's still corded for a while. Like it's still this giant long cord. I'm like, there's there's technology. You don't need to have a cord anymore. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna have a house phone, you have like thirty foot long cord across the room. So Hold on, I gotta put the phone down. <laughs> I'm out of cord. Yeah. My parents I just realized they have two different lines in their house. They have two separate phone lines in their oh, house. Oh wow. Yeah. One was mine was a kid and they just never got rid of it. So ah, nice. yeah. my parents actually had the last uh, phone number. And address of uh, Rochester, New York, where I grew up in. Literally, if you drive down the next house, back when there's long distance phones, the next house, by I say next house, it's still half a mile away. Yeah. The next house, we can see it in the distance, but it was a long distance phone call. We were literally the last house of Rochester. That's where I grew up in. Don't call the neighbors. <laughs> Just walk over there. <laughs> exactly. It costs three whole dollars. So, uh, oh, this is a good one for you. Uh, what part of a kid's movie completely scared you, Nick? What part of a what, what's what's your the scariest part of a movie as a kid that scared you as a oh, kid? Oh man, I can think of a, a dozen. Yeah. So I, my dad always makes fun of me. He took me to see Ghostbusters two when I was a little kid. Okay. I mean, I'm probably like three or four at this point. And Ooh. when Vigo came out of the painting, uh, Nick went out of the movie theater. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, come on, you know, get tough, little kid. I'm like, what do, you know, like think about this thing. This guy just came out of a painting, man. And there used to be this other movie. I can't remember what it was exactly. And and I, I know I've recently I found, I refound the name, but there's this like the it's like some sort of like fantasy quest, and the a, at the end of the movie, this like uh, the the sort of hero has to fight this like cyclops thing that like comes up out of the ground, or this like little t- oh my god that just used to scare the crap out of me. What, when I was what, a kid. What's the one we watched recently? The ho- the house. What's the one that has a picture of the door? 
doorbell has a little oh yeah when oh my gosh house house yeah, yeah. just house and like the guy comes back I think he was like a Vietnam vet and he inherits his grandma's house or aunt's house where she killed herself the one scene though is that uh, when he goes into the bathroom and he like he touches the bathroom mirror and it like just goes to this like void and he's looking into it and then something comes out of that void that rocked me when I was a kid too you seem to be having like two dimensional three dimensional aspects bother you like says the man who does photography and glass plate printings he's like that like that voids a like I, I I like it now you know but like when it was you know going through like that idea that like something's come like something's on the other side of that you know that like twists your sort of perspective on reality like whoa <laughs> <laughs> what about you Magnus what scared you uh, I literally got scared and I, I, I have we talked about. Oh no! One, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead, please do. The, we, I sent you the message the other day. Fire in the sky when the guy gets oh, abducted by aliens. Travis that, that, that whole scene where they put the stuff in him and like, mm. you know, I was still younger when I saw that. But holy moly! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Travis Walton. It was uh, it, then. Um, this is. I think I mentioned to you. He actually was at a uh, convention down in. I'm gonna say Pennsylvania. Uh, something like Hershey, Pennsylvania, or wherever it was like. Uh, actually, where's the big um, uh, Gettysburg? I'm thinking of Gettysburg yeah. has a big um, like paranormal, and uh, the radio show I was working with out in Detroit. I was a New York reporter. Well, they sent me down there to like interview people, and I didn't get to interview Travis Walton, but he was there, and he was he was talking to a group of people, and he is the most normal guy you've ever met in your life. Like he's just a guy. He was a logger just worker dude mm-hmm. and um and I'm surrounded by like people who are like the guy uh from the Amityville house was there George Am- uh, George Amity yeah George, yeah yeah George I just threw that out there yeah whatever yeah. his name is um but like, he's there and all these people are doing like these big grandiose tales to sell something and this Travis Walton was sitting there and he's like no I was aliens got me you're like what what and he's like and he he fully believes that he was just he was like walked up to a ship and then he was like i was the dumb monkey that got in front of a like the blast thrusters of a spaceship and aliens scooped me up and fixed me and then dropped me off that's it's like the the movie he's like all that stuff of all the creepy stuff didn't happen like he's like I, he's like i don't remember like his story was I was just being patched up by like aliens being like, we messed up a human crap and they saw us well just patch them up and he told this just quick story and I was like listening to him. I mean, it was a group of, like I said, like 20 people hanging around him. And he's just like nonchalant, like, yep, aliens got me. You know, they scoop me up. Uh, I have a scar over here. They patch me up. And it was the most like. That makes me feel a little bit better, though. You know, like they're here. It's like, oh, no. Like, it's like when we hit a cow, it's like, but, oh, crap. <laughs> that's what he says. He was like, I felt like they picked up, like I hit the neighbor's cat. And you're like, bring it to the vet. He's like, that's what he felt like. He just was literally at the wrong place and he's like that stupid human just stood in front of our blasters and we took off we didn't see it oh my god Uh, like someone got yelled at on a spaceship somewhere like the higher up complained about not looking down before you take off you know grip black what'd you do that for you know (laughs) exactly but yeah that 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 movie kind of bothered me like the 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 creepy aspect of the creatures and just no the ship was dirty drove me nuts too like you're traveling in space with that much slime around (laughs) you seem like this would make a mess that's a horrible thing intergalactic rednecks you know (laughs) Every every cosmos has them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Movie that scared me actually was um, of all things, uh, Maximum Overdrive. I I have a hoodie from Fright Rags because as a birthday present for myself, that that movie bothered me because uh, in the movie, one of the big trucks that goes crashing through to runs over a kid in the like the uh, I don't know ditch or whatever it is. This big blue truck 
we had the exact same truck on our farm, the farm truck right there. So I'm watching this, and it came out. I was like seven, eight, something else, and I kind of watch it happen. And you know, logic, I know it's not come to life, but I walk out and I'm staring at the exact same truck. I walk over, I'm like, "Don't kill me. If you need gas, I get gas." That's, I would like, I would not walk in front of a vehicle for about a year. Like I'd give it a wide berth. That <laughs> what scared me of all things, killer machines. That is a really like I don't know that 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 would scare me as a little kid if I had that same truck outside. Dude, I mean, and we had like a, combines, an understandable fear. Yeah, we had thrashing machines, really had, dangerous yeah, stuff. We had really dangerous, like they had like stuff being run over. I'm like that truck's gonna tell the combine to come at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wake up one day just in front of my door, just like rah, 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 thing shooting away at me. There was a movie about a kid who's like I think his like girlfriend or his best friend got like killed, and I think he like. Put, does something to her brain to bring her back to life, but like she goes like. Is bad. she all the glass in her? Everything else? I don't know. It's, like it, I know she kills a lady by throwing a basketball at her head. It was the woman from Throw Mama from the Train, and oh. she's like her neighbor. Anyway, like I, I can't remember the again the name of the movie. I can just remember the scene because like it, that scene got embedded in my head. But there was uh, these two brothers I used to hang out with, uh, the Ermis brothers, and they hmm. they they would. They like sensationalized it, you know, like oh, this you know, this movie show scary, and like they would like put that clip on, and be like oh, I don't want to watch it, you know what I mean? And like <laughs> for some reason, like that was that, like super scary, you know. But and then now I watch it, I'm like, man, this movie's whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realize I see some movies that bothered me back in the day. I watch it now, being like, oh, that's sad. That's, <laughs> like, I was a sheltered boy, apparently. That's how it works. But oh, those God. are the best, though. It's like scaring yourself like that when you're a kid. I don't know. I love see, it. I, I scared myself. I wasn't scared enough. I wish my mom, my mom was super like, you know, kind of protective of me. And I wish like I go to my cousin's house and kind of sneak over and see movies here and there. And I wish I got scared more. Nah, my parents loved to scare us when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> we had this horrible like Grim Reaper mask. And I, I still remember this to this day. Like, like we come home and they're like, boys, we got you presents. And there was a stairs to go up to the, you know, the third floor or the, you know, the top floor of my grandparents' house. And they had put the mask on a broomstick. And then they had wrapped like a, they put something like on the broomstick. So it looked like it had like a, you know, like a cloak or something to it. And we opened the door and it was propped up to fall down on us. And we were like, <laughs> you know, we went screaming like, here we are thinking we're getting presents. You know, <laughs> our parents are the only one who got presents that night. <laughs> so there was no presents. My question was like, was no. there a present at the end? It totally was. No, no. It was just like, oh, there's presents up there. We're like, oh, sick. Nope. <laughs> just fear. <laughs> Wet pants is what you got. Yeah. Surprise. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Did you have uh, a movie that bothered you, Matt? E.T. E.T. Just straight up E.T. Yeah, it kind of bothers me. Like weird sort of primal way. It I guess. creeped me out in a way I can't even explain. I, I, we were as a little kid. I saw E.T. He creeped me out, and then we went to Clifton Hill in Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and E.T. was part of one of like the wax museum shows that we went to. And as he popped out, there was a cannon that went off. Oh, God. So now there's that weird relationship between <laughs> cannon, huge explosion, and E.T. Oh, so me, like fireworks go off. You're just like waiting for a little small alien to uh-huh. jump at you. Like, yeah. Have you fingers. rewatched E.T. since you I really older? don't. I don't care for E.T. I, I never really liked I, it. I, I can't. If you rewatch it, though, like the, the guy, like the one, the, the man with the keys, you mm-hmm. know, and then like he's one of the scientists trying to see and investigate E.T., when you're a little kid, you think like, oh, they're here to hurt him and like they want to take. But like, I don't know. I kind of rewatched it. I was like, I don't know, you know, these are science dudes. Like they're like, I don't know. Well, you know, yeah. we don't want to hurt him, but yeah. we want to know what's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He's an alien. We need to check him out. You know, for the all he knows, like he could be full of biological weapons. Like his biological cells are toxic to you. Like, yeah. you know, you know, now we're getting up. too adult about this. Yeah, well, yeah. Could, so, could he be a uh, walking toxic bomb? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, everything else is. I mean, I, that's what's going to be It's like the war of the worlds kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. By the way. On the subject of parental torment, there's the E.T. ride out at Universal. 
I'm 14 years old while I'm out there with my parents and they made me ride it. Made you ride it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, we're going as a family. And I'm like, oh man. Get on the ride, Matt. Pretty much. Yeah. So there's a thing where as you walk in, you have to tell the attendant what your name is uh-huh. and they put it on a card. And as you get in, they put the card in. So ET says your name at the end. Oh, God. I still hear that in my sleep. It <laughs> is a nightmare. Uh-huh. Glowing fingers. Oh my gosh! He always bothered me the way he walks because I mean it was done by a guy with no legs. That's what the ET. Oh really? Yeah, the body of ET when he's walking is actually a man that had like his W amputee. It's like he's walking on his hands is the feet of ET, and that's what the costume was. It was actually a man. Crazy. So if you wonder why he kind of walks weird, it's actually a man who's just wearing a. A, a harness, it's like a, a shoulder harness with a head on it, and just walking around on his hands around little kids. So, it's just, <laughs> yeah, so they wanted to have a little more because they had like robotics first and didn't work out. Like, let's just hire a little person with no legs. This my, isn't helping. My parents <laughs> took us to, I was never a huge fan of Disney, never really, you know, mm-hmm. but we went because I had a younger cousin and my brother, you know, they were pumped to go. And um, they have that one ride, it, it was some. I can't remember. It was one of these rides or attractions at the park. And uh, you'd go in and it was like a, a simulation, like you're in outer space and they've caught this alien and the alien breaks out, and, you know, and they got the air that blows on the back of your legs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then they're like, they go around the room and they're like, so, you know, somebody is going to be uh, like, they have to like give you like a sacrifice to like, you know, to stop the <laughs> alien or like send you with them or something. And they shine the light on my brother. <laughs> And he started screaming. He was like, don't take me. Don't take me. Oh, my God. And, again, my dad was laughing his butt off, you know. They, you know. <laughs> they probably paid extra for that. Some or... good laughs. That's the second time that ride has come up on this show. Really? Oh, my God. That's right. Because we right. talked about it with Megan, too. Oh, my God. And that is a dope ride. It is. Well, here's the punchline, if you can think of it that way. It was so scary that they had to take it out. Really? Uh, because, yeah, your brother was not the only one that freaked. Um, this so is they, not magical. This is not magical. <laughs> yeah. So they changed it over, and now it's like a, a Lilo and Stitch ride. Wow. So it's basically the same thing, but they keep it like at, at, like at maybe 25% light, so you can still see everything that's going on. And then that, that part where he's breathing on you, yeah. you remember that? Yeah. They, they added a scent to it, so it smells like bad chili dogs. Oh, he's burping probably, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a burp, and it smells like a chili dog. <laughs> Um, that smell does not clear that theater. So oh, the no. minute you walk in, that's all you like smell. Chili dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Bad chili dogs. Yeah. So it just, yeah. Here. Well, I think they should go back. Disney, if you're listening, bring back the awesome alien ride. That was well, dope. I, that I don't think listening, but I'll, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's much better than Stitch's Fart Palace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so something about this one, and this is maybe more for Matt, but uh, what is the best Wi-Fi name you've ever seen in your life? I like, uh, I mean, I've seen some clever ones in I'm here. pretty hyped on ours right now. It's super deceiving. It just says loading dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> that one might win. I like that one, too. Yeah, that's all Heather. She's That was super clever. It it's, like, it's like super deceptive. Like, you look at it, you're like, oh, I'm not going to click on loading. You know, it's loading. <laughs> I don't want that one. Now all your neighbors listening in know what to click on, so... Um, I, I I get a kick out of ours is uh, Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> that was funny. The first time I was at your house, I clicked on it. And I went, oh, this is obviously you. Yeah, everyone does it. They're like, which is your wife? I know the one. They clearly know out of the thousands of ones floating around me in my neighborhood. So, um, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Uh, no, it's a hot dog. <laughs> it's a hot dog. Yeah, I go with that one. I, I, it's its own thing. Yeah, different thing entirely. Yeah. Uh, there's a rule someone actually said about that somewhere on someone sent a link. I, I actually 
I lost the email already, but uh, there was actually an official statement from the Hot Dog Association of what it is. But I'll send me a link again. I'll look it up in a bit or something else. Also, a pop tart is not a ravioli. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just pictured you with a pan, <laughs> cooking those things up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> pop tart is not a ravioli. That should be a shirt or bumper sticker. I would have that. You're I the artist, man. This weekend, Heather was out of town. I was like, oh, you know. You get a you know to get all the crap that I can you know yeah. that I normally don't eat that I like to eat you know I'm just like yeah, you don't feel yeah, guilty pop tarts and steak while all the wife's away <laughs> that's when I end up at Little Caesars that's like, oh. <laughs> nice that's your thing uh, I'm just horrible all the time so I don't have like <laughs> but I, I actually I see I bring my girlfriend along with me to be like I'm eating these horrible things want some she's like yeah no but, but she'll Heather will eat it too it's just that's the problem we try to not buy that stuff because yeah, then yeah. like then we do but then, you know. Okay, I'll crush four pop tarts in a day. <laughs> the minute she leaves home, you turn into Kevin McAllister. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I hide under the bed with my air rifle. Let's <laughs> uh, see. Uh, some people are messing some questions. I think uh, uh, Zach, who wrote one in, re ask your question again if you don't mind. I think you had an auto typo in there. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Um, I want to hear the one that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, I, I guess, no, it's what's invisible but you wish people could see? I guess I don't know if that's that that question. What's invisible but you wish people could see? Wonder Woman's jet. <laughs> it's just a normal jet. Boom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Answered. Perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, chili dogs, guys, what's the weirdest smell you've ever had or ever smelled? Not had, but smelled. What's the weirdest smell you think you've ever encountered? Weirdest smell or like just smell that I don't like? Weirdest, he says. Weirdest sort of smell. smell. There's some weird candles, by the way. Yeah, I got uh, an air freshener recently that is um, where it's it's a name of like oh shoot I can't, I can't think of what it is. It made me laugh. It was um, like Bali Beach or not Bali Beach, but it was like a very specific town in like Caribbean. It's like <laughs> who like someone some traveler is going to like walk in my bathroom like you know your bathroom smells just like Bali. I, it worked perfect. I like yeah. the pine air fresheners, but that's not a weird smell. No, no, it's actually the weirdest smell. Weird smell. This I can tell you lots Amy. of stuff I don't like the smell of, like try on when I'm riding my bike outside and it smells like freaking sewage over there. Oh god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much water is and stuff moving underneath that area. Oh, it's, yeah. You've ever stood next to all those grates? This is a Tryon Park over mm -hmm. off of uh Witten to yep. the yeah, yeah. and um, but there's like those grates and you, in the fall it's amazing to watch because as the leaves are falling there's so much air and so much water moving under the ground mm -hmm. that causes suction in so leaves are just being sucked in the vent there so if you ever do it it looks if you have your hand over it like if someone's standing behind it you can actually can film someone with leaves going behind them being sucked behind them and yeah it's the craziest effect so um, but yeah there's some a lot of stuff happening underneath that ground over yeah. there yeah. I'm still trying to think about a weird smell. I mean, I smell a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Brandreth, smeller of a lot of weird stuff. Um, I was at a brewery once in San Diego, and it was the oddest smell I've ever smelled because it's that weird, sweet wart smell, you know, when they're mm -hmm. boiling beer. Yeah, yeah. But there was something not quite right about it. it. It smelled kind of like, I don't know, if you boiled like four socks in there with it. <laughs> My girlfriend will laugh at it. She actually thinks... All beer tastes like boiled socks. So I hate the smell cyanide, and some people can't smell cyanide. I can. It's genetic. So right? somebody in my you know timeline evolved to be like, no, no, bad, bad. <laughs> Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cyanide. So I, I don't think a lot of people know the smell of cyanide. Describe cyanide. Is well, they it? Say, well, they say if you smell burnt almonds, you're dead. You know, but it's just like I can't. It has this sort of like bitter smell to me that I just I don't know. It's hard to describe. It just 
I, I know somewhat of a smell like of it because I've had uh, uh, saltwater tanks that have a cyanobacteria that grow in it. Uh-huh. And it, minus a salty smell, there's a, that sort sure, of Sure, you can smell get that. It, yeah. like, and you might get it from like doing photography, a cyanotype sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, it does, it, you know, it, eh, I'm not a fan of that smell. <laughs> We, here's a question I've been saving up towards the end of it. Uh, you guys seem pretty damn cool. Uh, you're a mad scientist. What scientific experiment would you run if money and ethics were not an issue? What would be your evil experiment uh, for your mad scientist? You can rule the world, what do you want to do? But what is Nick Brandreth, oh, evil mad scientist? I mean, I would if I had all the money and I could just start doing that stuff. I mean, I probably, I mean, like cloning humans, like that's great. <laughs> just cause the Isle of Doctor yeah. Brandro. So. <laughs> Try uh. to make uh, you know forever puppies or like mini dolphins that you could put into a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins, I love that one. That'd be perfect. Yeah, if you could figure out a way to make a kitten forever, I'd be so into that. That's mine. Just uh, kitten forever. Mini that's- kitten. Just saying that probably right now someone's got an idea of like checking ethics. You're like, oh, we'll just cut this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Me, um, I actually would want to have like a a human like brain studies. Like I want to have like a a robot human brain thing to see if you can like, you know, help live forever. Maybe who knows? Let's just build a Death Star. Just go blowing up planets. Like, like, oh, God, those jerks figured out how to get in space now. (laughs) It's going to happen either way. I don't know. There's Um, a fine line between Ray Kurzweil and Darth Vader, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, actually, my mad scientist would be me trying to make things better, I think. I think I'd literally be like, I want to try to make like spaceships. But unfortunately, like, you know, I have to like, my evilness would not be being nefarious and bad ethics. You'd be tuning out everyone else and just building a wall up and just like using my resources and getting out that way i think yeah. i that's what my thing is probably wouldn't be an evil mad scientist i'd be very determined and not caring about other people i could get down with some frankenstein action though just start making like weird, like bringing people back from the dead that would be it it's a zombie apocalypse i that's what i would do <laughs> i would just create the plague that brings the zombies around you heard it here first folks you heard it here first it's me <laughs> what, what i've learned here is that nick is the best mad scientist out of any of us i just want cute kittens and you want to leave <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, nick's gonna have the planet all to himself blowing huh? up planets making zombies <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we, uh, you hope your Death Star can get places because you go blow up planets. You're like, well, we have uh, three or four near like Mercury. Don't want bam. You're like, we can't <laughs> oh, go no, anywhere. We needed that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. If you guys have any questions, by the way, let us know. Coming up in the last ten minutes of the show, this has has flown by as always. Uh, but if you guys have any questions or any you want to shoot out here at us, uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter, Mind of Magnus uh, at Gmail uh, we're uh, talking with Nick Brandreth, by the way. You can find him on Instagram. I always like suggesting Instagram. Uh, you can see his stories. You're doing a lot of stories, I notice now. Yeah, I, I start. I think I, I notice the people's like the stories. Yeah, yeah. So. I never got into. I'm still. I'm trying to. It's kind of cool because it's like you know something that like you know when I'm making the masks or working on stuff like I don't want to just I I don't I don't particularly care for when people post you know. 10, 15, 30 pictures, like, I get it, you're on vacation, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the story, because it's like, you can kind of post a bunch of stuff, and, you know, you're not blowing up people's feeds, and, uh, you know, kind of overwhelming them with whatever you're doing. So, mm-hmm. but, like, the story's kind of cool, because it's just, like, these little, like, snippets, and then it goes away. That's a good one. Yeah, and uh, the Nick Brandreth is the uh, Twitter yeah. account handle. B, so. as in boy, R-A-N-D-R-E-T-H, Nick nice. Brandreth. Um. This question comes in for uh, Matt. Toilet paper, over or under, Matt? Over. I'm not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> That's mine as well. Over. How about this one? Do you Are you a fold or do you wad it? 
I fold. I I do like the mummy wrap kind of thing, and then fold that way. I guess. Like I, I, I look at me. Do I look like the fold guy? It's <laughs> 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 a whole roll. Like, yeah. <laughs> Three seashells. <laughs> Back to demolition man. So he just came full circle. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I save this one towards the end of the show here because um, I think. I'll ask the question. I'll, ask, you know, I'll answer why. Tell you why I save this one the, uh, to the end. Uh, so, Nick, if you were transported 400 years into the past with no clothes or anything else, how would you prove that you were from the future to the people 400 years ago? I wouldn't try to do that. I would just, I would just run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the um, that's why I reason I did it. There would be a statue of. Nick Brandreth here <laughs> doing like that's what my thought. The reason I say it to the end because I know you wouldn't probably prove it. You're like, I don't people think I'm crazy. Some people think I'm genius. Yeah, I'm not dumb. Like yeah. they're like, like, like heretic, <laughs> witch, burn him. Yeah. You're like, hey, you guys want to do photos? You want to like capture stuff? You're like, we'd be we'd be further in the future if you went back in the past, Nick. <laughs> Slow down. Hold on. I'm gonna show you this trick right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want something cool? It's called uh, bacteria. It's kind of bad. <laughs> Washing your hands pretty darn good. Stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. Whoa. You just like, no, flowers aren't going to cut it for you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take a bath. <laughs> so that's why I, I say the one to the end because literally I, I could picture if you went back in time, you would just own it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You would be, I think we'd be better off. No, no offense, Nick. I don't mean to say it in the past, but you'd survive really well. You're very handy. You love camping and stuff. You, you're determined, you know, you seem like a man out of time now sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know what time you're from, but you seem you would own that time as well. So, like, guys, we're going to start building these things called bicycles. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Like, yeah. I'm going to come up with the automobile. Can I bring stuff with me, though? Like, that'd be even better. It sucks that I'm, I'm naked and I don't have anything with me. Yeah, yeah. No, no clothes or anything. That's yeah. the trouble. I just bring, like, bring, bring a mechanics guy. Not a mechanic. Like, a, I have this mechanical engineering book, like, mm-hmm. in my house. But, like, all right, I invented the automobile. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, <laughs> Benz. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, you'd have to beat the guy here from Rochester that, uh, uh, um, what's his name? The, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. I even had, wait, that doesn't matter. But the uh, automobile was, uh, by uh, in Rochester, actually the first person I figured out the, uh, I I did a factoid out it for uh, the Southwest Quarterly too. I I, I even drew it out. Ceylon. His name was Peter Carr. <laughs> <laughs> His brother Truck was really mad. He had another idea going for him. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, so I figured I just had a mental image of you. There'd be like if you went back, something would like transport you back in time. All of a sudden, turn to your right, there'd be a giant statue of Nick <laughs> Brand- like, uh, Nicholas, the man who brought us light and giver of interesting things. Well, I watched that TV show Dark, where they have like there's some time travel involved, and like like you know the people start acting all weird when they realize that oh I'm like I've time traveled. I'm like wait a second, I time traveled right now. So like like all right. We're gonna slow down. I'm gonna hit everybody. Everybody would probably talk way different though, because yeah, like yeah. you know, I'd have to try to adapt like that. I pretend I'm mute at first. I'm just gonna listen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, thanks, uh, George Selden. That's the guy. The first automobile he patented uh, here in Rochester. Uh, thank you, by the way. That came in from a guy named George too. So yeah, like George Selden. So yeah, car was way better. Um, but uh, so actually, uh, last five minutes. I gotta give the last trivia thing out here for this, but. Um, uh, thanks for being on the show, Nick. You know, the third or fourth time being on. It's my uh, one of our, our favorite guests for having on here. So, yay! <laughs> so the uh, trivia question for the night. Uh, the trivia question was, uh, what? Uh, how did Monroe County get its name? Uh, and the choices were: it's named after the first deacon of Rochester, Josiah Monroe. B. It's a combination of two names, Montana and Roe, the two largest landowners in the area at the time. C. No one really knows because the records for it that specifically say where the name came from are gone or D James Monroe, the fifth president of the United States. It's, so it's, it's the, it's either, it's, it's either that one or the other one. 
It's usually the answer. That's usually yeah. what, that would be the other Not one. The, it's the two landowners or the the president. And so we have two guesses. We've had uh, Frederick wrote in saying that someone did write in C because I think that it's weird enough that I would answer that way. They don't think it's right or wrong, but it seemed weird enough that I would answer that way. Uh, and uh, Frederick was agreeing with uh, Matt in there. Matt was saying it was James Monroe as well, right? Sticking to it. So final answer. Da, 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 da. Matt got it right again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. James Monroe. At the same time we did it, he was president. It's just because the guy's name Montana that, like, I was like, eh, I don't know. You know, I choose these answers. I, re- I write them for the guests. I, yeah. ch- I try to pick a name. Like, I try different, like, Ma- no, wait, Nick Montana. Yeah, I could do this one in there. So, uh, Frederick got it right. So, uh, Frederick, uh, thanks for rest- uh, messaging in and uh, letting Matt know that he's once again. Mr. Righty know-it-all, Mr. Obscure Guy in there. Knows facts. Lord Quizmaster, and you'll address me as such. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Nick, you're a show. Uh, you're going to have uh, in October, you're having an art show. Yeah, at Maker's Gallery here uh, over on Elm Street. Nice. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, his last show was great. People I mean, people bought buying stuff from all over the country, all over the world, right? People bought some yeah, stuff we had there. Some, we had a fellow from Switzerland mm-hmm. and a woman from Australia and someone from California. Nice. And a couple people from right here in Rochester bought a few pieces. So come mm-hmm. out and give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> buy, some, buy some weird stuff. Yeah, there, r- John Magnus will probably be in a couple of those pictures. Yeah, I probably will be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hope I have more clothes than last time. Just yeah. so you know, yeah. <laughs> don't get a mental image, people. Don't get a mental image. Um, but yeah, so uh, Nick, thanks for being on. Uh, we um, are going to be doing some more fun stuff. Uh, I'm going to have you on again probably because I enjoy I just wanted to have a good fun show. I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hope uh, Shawnee uh, feels better. Uh, we had a great time uh, uh, chatting with Nick, but I want to have Shawnee on. So if you guys are listening for Shawnee, she'll be on end of the month in April uh, or end of the, yeah, from sometime around there. Um, uh, actually, a couple of things I want to find uh, roundabout on. Uh, to those that messaged me on uh, tonight for the questions, thank you so much. Uh, we had Amy and Tom wrote in. Uh, Frederick had a good answer. We had Zach. Uh, we even had Matt was another guy I wrote in tonight. Uh, but thank you guys for doing it. Uh, I'm doing some more listener mail. If you have any questions, you have anything weird you want to know about as well. Um, I'm actually been uh, people have been asking me questions about Rochester itself. So if I can impart some random sort of weird questions, ideas, knowledge base, I can let me know. Uh, send an email to mindofmagnus at gmail.com. Uh, we had a person wrote in, said, hey, you guys have a new logo. We liking it. So thank you for that. Uh, I got to give thanks to uh, Matt in the box for spurring me to actually do stuff. And uh, we're doing some podcasts as well, which we're going to drag Nick in for that because we have more fun doing the podcast. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so check out our Facebook page. Go to uh, Mind of Magnus Radio on Facebook and we'll be posting some more stuff there. Uh, we're going to be having a podcast actually be happening on iTunes. Is it... Uh, soonish or yeah, something iTunes else? and Google. You'll be able to find that pretty soon. If not, we're on uh, Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Mind dash of dash Magnus. If you go to our Facebook page, it does. Actually, go to mindofmagnus.com. It goes to our Facebook page and the other stuff. You can find, follow that way. Just yep. mindofmagnus.com. You can find it that way as well. And we've got every episode from December up to now. Uh, what The idea is we're going to have whatever happened the week before up the next Tuesday or Wednesday. So we'll be a week behind on the podcast. Nice. Well, pretty good. I'm liking this. So uh, if you guys have a, you want to be a guest, you have an idea for a guest, you have a good idea, if you have a question, whatever you want to do, let us know. Uh, this whole show is just a fun social experiment for me to have fun, get an hour of someone's time in Nick's case, four or five hours of his time. Uh, and uh, But I want to just share a fun time in, in Rochester's 
share people it's making things happen here in the city uh, so if you have an idea you want to be someone on let me know I've been getting a lot of great ideas we already booked up for into May already and more people are messaging me already so let us know we're getting stuff booked in there so uh, next week uh, Seth uh, Fergolisa I can never pronounce his last name um, Fergolisa I think it is yeah yeah I never pronounce it like sorry he's, Seth if we screwed that yeah, up yeah he's an amazing guy uh, he's 23 Sages was one of his bands he's just a musical genius here in Rochester doing some fun cool stuff traveling the world he's going to be in next week um, hang around Dave is going to be on the show uh, on Monday night show Friday uh, I don't know uh, what follows us on Friday I should know this but uh, it's going to be amazing because we do good stuff here That's right. uh, but uh, thanks again for listening folks we've been having a blast and it's all thanks to you guys for joining us so uh, take care of yourself and uh, let me know if you need anything else we're here for you and uh, Nick thank you so much as well Anytime. so <laughs> this has been 106.3 FM WRFZ LP Rochester Rochester Free Radio and this has been the Mind of Magnus thanks so much guys <laughs>